Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the number one wrestling podcast on the internet, Attitude Era Live. Big Swing, Granny Hulkster, and the infamous Icon here with you. Uh, two guest show tonight. I know that's unusual, uh, but a two guest show tonight, uh, a little bit of AEW talk, some some WWE, WCW, we'll, we'll sprinkle a little bit of everything in. Uh, but overall, uh, you guys had a pretty good weekend, huh? Both your football teams won. Um, I kind of, I'm not sure how the Bison are doing, um, but I'm well, pretty the sure. Took out Nickel State, so uh, we now play the Redbirds. Uh, Illinois so, State, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, State University, and we beat them in Frisco several years ago, and uh, we beat them this year. We beat them last year. We beat them the year before that. So we beat them, and we're going to continue to beat them. Why? Because we are the Bison. That's why. Well, quick question for you, um, uh, Icon. Uh, before before we go into all this, um, and it, it well actually I had it, and then you started talking all weird and I think I forgot it but I'll try to remember it here in a minute but uh we do have we do have a caller on we had a uh a 618 area code I don't know if that's our first guest or or who that is but uh we can get them on here in a minute um oh that's what it was icon uh off topic for a second you uh firmly believe that uh you think Ohio State uh Ohio State got screwed or no I sure do yeah Okay. Okay. Well, they just changed it this morning, though, didn't they? Just remake them number one this morning. Uh, no, I don't think so. I thought I heard that from somewhere. I thought it was weird, but. Okay, Chris is our first guest, so 
Yeah. So, um, did you want to put them on right away, or did, or did you guys uh, like have anything you wanted to talk about real quick? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go to him, and then um, we will uh, uh, we'll uh, continue this conversation as we go on. Yeah, works for me. Works for me. Um, all right. So let me. Uh, Again, I'm doing Monday Night Football, and we, we carry the Giants, so I got this Giants game, so I'm going to be in and out. But uh, I'll put them on, let you do your thing, and uh, we'll go from there. He's on. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Things are about to get ballistic right now, and this man is going to make that happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man as he is known Ballistic, Brett Hey, how's everybody going? Doing? Good. Good. I was kind of hoping you, I was kind of hoping you go into the liner, but uh, if you're ready, go ahead and do that. Then we'll talk to you. Or did I not? Yes. That this, <laughs> I, I believe I got it, but I am a very busy guy. I, I may have overlooked it. Um, Anyhow, this is the BBM, and I, I'm glad everybody's doing well. And any uh, questions you have for me, go ahead and lay them out there. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We can do the liner that I sent you at the end of the at the end of the uh, interview. Then, um, where you know where you introduced me, Granny, and Big Swing. We can do that afterwards. But uh, so tell us if you want to give us a little background about uh, about yourself. Uh, then we can uh, kind of ask you some questions, and we'll uh, get into this. Sure, sure. Uh, well, I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. I'm currently out in Houston, Texas, training and performing. Uh, I've been in the wrestling business quite some time, since about 1997. I actually grew up in the professional wrestling industry, being a son of a father, uh, son of a wrestling promoter. And, uh, you know, I've stuck with it ever since. I currently work with the WWE on, on an on-call basis. Um, that's going very well. Um, actually, I got a gig coming up with them December 27th in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, making my rounds around the independent circuit throughout Texas, Chicago, Indiana, Missouri, uh, you name it. So uh, this is the forward direction. I'm looking forward to 2020 as I got a lot of things coming up. I got a heavyweight championship match coming up uh, February 7th out in uh, Bay Cliff, Texas. And uh, working on a mixed martial arts fight again as well. So a lot of things going on. Well, here's good news for you. Uh, we are uh, uh, any guest that's been on our show that has a title match after they've been on our show, whether it be a couple weeks or a couple months or what have you, has always won the title. So we are now one thousand one and zero. So you need to make it one thousand and two and zero. No pressure, but you got to make it work. <laughs> All righty. All right. So we'll kind of get into this, and then we'll kind of do a little roundtable. We'll go around the room. We got uh, we got the ballistic one, uh, Brent. Uh, Myers here with us. We have about 24 minutes here with Brett. Uh, uh, Brent, sorry. Uh, so tell us when you're uh, wrestling. You know, you mentioned you're on. You have an on-call base with with the WWE. What do you uh, do? You plan on uh, wanting to go with them full time? Is that in the cards, or 
do you plan on just like working like dark matches or in your town when they show up? How does that uh, come about? Uh, well, you know, it's it's a bit different for me, and I'm not putting myself over here by any means, but allow me to elaborate. Um, sure. I, most most extra talent, on-call talent, they, they do exactly what you just said. When they come to town, you work for them, right? I've been very, very blessed to not uh, – for, for that not to be the case for me. I, I've actually, since I've been working with them on and off, uh, since 2012, I've been very fortunate enough to get booked in multiple cities throughout the country. I've worked for WWE in in uh, Detroit, Pennsylvania, Las Vegas, Chicago, uh, all over the place. I mean, the list goes on and on. And uh, just recently, I, I had a gig with them in Las Vegas, and now I'm swinging out to Detroit. So perfect example. Um, so that tells me or could – could only tell anyone that that I'm doing something right. I'm on the radar, and and I hope I hope that continues to be the case. And to answer your question, yes, you know my my whole goal is to uh, to get signed with them and go full time, but it's not an overnight process as we all know. So you got to take what's given to you and just keep pushing and pushing, and that's exactly what I do. Well, you know, I usually say this question at the end, but since uh, you you uh, you mentioned it, you know, I always ask if uh, you know you're offered a, bi- a big contract from the WWE, uh, is that something you uh, accept? Which is obviously you would, but uh, it's a two part question. The other part of that question: Let's say that you do get that million dollar contract, and I know that you got the drive to do that. My question to you is: If you do get that million dollar contract, will you not big time us, still talk to us, and still be my friend, and still talk to me? <laughs> Well, we'll have to see about that. I I I, I can't make any promises. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm not talking about on, on, on an interview. But if I call you up and say, "Hey, how you doing? Can I get some tickets?" Or do you need a uh, your personal ring announcer? That's what I'm talking about. Huh. That that could be arranged. That could be arranged. You know, but but here's the thing. In all seriousness, you know. Since you since you bring that up, a, a lot of guys as they, as they get signed or, or move on, you know, up the chain in professional wrestling, rather it be WWE, AEW, whatever, some of them do end up having a really big head, and uh, they forget where they come from. And I don't see myself being one of those kind of guys. And uh, it's a shame that there are guys like that out there. So. If anyone is listening, don't go that route. Always remember where you come from. Awesome. Now, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, a in-betweeny, or are you what the crowd decides that you're going to be? You know, it's another good question. I, I, I guess you kind of say an in-between, you know, I'm a all business, no nonsense kind of guy. Never really had a character. Never really had, you know, the whole gimmick deal and all that. That just wasn't me. Um, if I was asked to do something like that by the WWE or something, then sure, I would, I would go that route. But you know, as as long as uh, I'm I'm doing my own thing, um, I have no desire to to any, have any kind of 
character or anything like that. I I I I get the message across of what I'm about just walking to the ring, you know, based off my mannerisms, body language. You know, uh, a lot of my training comes from Dan the B. Severn, who, if anybody knows anything about him, knows he was a no nonsense. He has been a guest on our show, yes. He has been a guest on our show, and he did mention you. So, uh, yeah. So that that was cool. Uh, So uh, we have we have Ballistic Brent Myers as our guest here. We got uh, 19 minutes here with Brett. Now uh, you said that you could possibly be a heel because you're in betweeny. Granny, what do you got for our guest, Brett Michaels? Go, <laughs> Brent Michaels, go into it. Well, hello. This is Granny. And I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. But um, I have met Dan Severn before at a TCW show back in 2013, in September 2013 at Nashville at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. He actually faced Wardell Walker that night at that match. So I'm very familiar with Dan Severn. But my question to you, sir, is... Uh, what has been one of your most memorable matches, and one ha- what has been one of your more challenging matches you've ever had in your career? Okay, I, can you repeat that just one more time? I want to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay, <clears throat> the first the first part of the question is what has been one of your most memorable matches, uh-huh. and what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever done. Uh, I would have to say most memorable would be uh, working in a match uh, up against my my own trainer, Dan the Beast Severn. I really wanted him to to lay it in there and and give it his all, but I think think for some reason he was a little light on me compared to what I was expecting or what I wanted. I wanted – you know that the old school Dan to be severed to be unleashed, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think you know me being his student. You know he was he was trying to be a, uh, kind of nice, which I didn't want him to be, but but um, it is what it is. But it, it was definitely memorable. We uh, oh we did that out in Connecticut with Gladiator Championship Wrestling. Uh, it was a pretty oh, wow. good show. Yeah, so that was uh, a couple years back. Um, that was that was a great memory, and then most challenging. Ooh, um, I wouldn't exactly call it a match, and I, but I would say very challenging is when I had to do a rowdy Ronda Rousey on Monday Night Raw. Oh wow! On two occasions actually. Um, well, are you so, like so, you? <laughs> she. She, I don't, I don't know about lucky. I, I had a few lumps on my head for about a week. Um, I was seeing birds. Well, hey, I, that's I, for I, sure. I let, I let her kick my ass for free. So, but you got paid for it. So go ahead and continue with the story. I'm curious. <laughs> that, that was probably the only good part. Yes, I did get paid. Um, yeah, she, she, uh, she's definitely a challenge. And and, and uh, you know, I was sent out there once. Uh, my role was a uh, guest official, and then. On the second occasion, I was a uh, I, I was more of a bodyguard type role, and uh, mm-hmm. both of them, obviously, uh, I was uh, an authority figure, and she doesn't like authority, <laughs> and oh, uh, she no. let me know real quick. So it was a challenge t- yeah. trying to gain control of, of somebody like her, and yeah. uh, you know, in front of uh, thirteen, fourteen thousand people too. Um, oh yeah, 
<laughs> it's a rush. Well, I tell you, uh, Granny does not like the he- Granny does not like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack to the bad guys when I have to. But I love to watch my wrestling. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's, it's uh, good stuff. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but let's see Brent Michaels. Go ahead. Here. We got about uh, we got about fifteen minutes here left with uh, Brent, and I do apologize. I I sometimes slip and call you uh, Brent. I I feel like Chris Jericho. But anyway, hey, no, no worries. I've been called much worse. <laughs> uh, well, you did mention you, you did mention you were a son of a promoter. No, I'm kidding. I'm well, I'm sorry. That that's bad. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. A big swing. What do you got for our guest, Ballistic Brent Michaels? He's doing money. Oh, well, you guys, you, you guys oh, there he is. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just doing the double because we got remember we got Monday Night Football on the other station. Um, no, you guys uh, did a pretty good job of covering a lot of the stuff that I. Um, usually ask, and uh, you know, and he did a pretty good job in his background description of covering stuff that I usually ask about, taking him through his journey and things like that. But I, I guess I kind of I'm going to piggyback off of your question. Um, you mentioned the the, the drive. You always want to push forward. Uh, you're always looking for bigger things. Uh, when Icon asked about WWE, and then uh, you mentioned uh, Dan Severn. Um. I was just thinking, you know, do you feel like, cause I, I feel like they severely mismanaged Dan Severin and, and, and his talents and his abilities. And, and I mean, he was really just, I know he's not a super vocal guy and a real, you know, crazy character, but I just feel like they totally mismanaged the beast image in him. Do you feel like if you were to be signed to a big company like that, that you weren't, you, you, you know, you're not going to be allowed to be yourself? Like, does that make you nervous that, oh, geez, they could change everything about me and I don't feel like myself anymore? Uh, yes and no. But, you know, money talks. Everybody has their price, you know. And uh, I think I look at the bigger picture. Would I like to be taking home, you know, astronomical paydays? Or would I want to sit there and pout and not like what they're saying or doing or what they want me to do? And and go back to punching a, a, a cash register, you know. So you 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 gotta look at it look at it like that, or at least that's how I look at it. Um, you know, a good example, Dusty Rhodes. You think the man liked wearing a polka dot singlet? No, but he did it because no. he liked making big money. He liked paying off homes and vehicles and and living the the American dream. So you know, um, that's that's how I look at it. I'm always thinking about how to do things on, uh, on a high level and, and improve and, and uh, change my life in any way I can. And and if they want me to do something that I don't like like or, or care to do, so be it. I'm going to do it anyways. But on the flip side, hopefully if I do get signed or anything like that, uh, I do get to be myself. At, at least, you know, some of these recent TV segments I was involved in, I kind of was myself because outside of professional wrestling, I am a licensed uh, bodyguard. I, uh, you know, I have worked as a guest official on the independent circuit and stuff before. So some of the things that they have me doing already is is, is me. Nice. Well, you know, you mentioned the bodyguard thing. Uh, if someone wanted to hire you as a bodyguard, like uh, – you know, uh, at some point on this show, I'm sure I'm going to need it because I'm going to take somebody off. What do you charge uh, to be a bodyguard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, again, everyone has a price. I, I charge. It, it, it depends if it's personal protection. I charge by the hour. Um, if it's a, if it's a uh, large event or something like that, sometimes it's just a lump sum. It, it really all depends. But uh, after the show, I can give you my email, and we could stem from there. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of speaking of that, you know, I was going to ask another favor. You know, uh, you know, it is the holiday season, and. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, I got a big uh, show kind of coming up at the end of December for our fans, and uh, I was wondering if I were to send you an address, uh, uh, send you an address on uh, Facebook Messenger here, uh, do you think you might be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaway? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. And then uh, uh, the uh, ballistic Brent Myers is our guest here. We have... Uh, uh, you know, about uh, 11 more minutes here with uh, Brent. So I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, a few uh, a few other uh, – I already asked you the tough question about the, the contract thing. But uh, I'm kind of curious. You know, every every good wrestler has a great finishing maneuver. I want to know what yours is, what's involved, what's it called, and uh, then uh, one of us will volunteer to see if uh, we'll let you practice it on. Um. Well, you know, I I, I got to shoot straight with you. Okay, I, I do I do have a, a few different finishers, but I've yet to, to put much of a name to any of them. I'm, I'm in the gist of working on that. That's actually a good question. Um, well, I, I can I can well, give you a couple of name ideas if you like. Sure, sure. I'm open. Yeah, I'm you open. Got, you got to tell me you got to tell me what's involved first, and I'll get you. Okay. Excuse me. One of them, I do a couple variations of an arm bar, kind of a, a couple pages out of Dan DeB Severn's book, and that I actually was taught those arm bars by him. Uh, so, so yeah, I do I do a couple different arm bars. It's hard to explain over here, but uh, you know, I I will definitely uh, shoot you over some pictures and some footage. Sometimes you could take a look at exactly what I'm talking about, and so can anyone else that's listening. Uh, I'll I'll lay that out there later on. Um, and th- then my other th- deal is I, I do a flying cross body from the top top rope into the center of the ring and one two three. But uh, I- I'm more of a feet don't leave the ground kind of guy, so I prefer an arm bar over a flying cross body. Okay. Well, you know, I was thinking like for the arm bar. How about this? The I. Conic bar. It doesn't sound bad. No, but it, just think about that. It, it doesn't sound that. <laughs> you, 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 you can get Hershey's as a sponsor, and then they can put your put your face on a candy bar. You know, kind of like what they did with John Cena and the Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> hey, you never know. Never say never. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it needs something kind of a. Uh, Kind of aggressive, you know, something, something, uh, something tough there, and I've yet to come up with it. But uh, in due time. Well, you know, uh, or the uh, ballistic cross body, that would be great. Hey, uh, I, I won't, I won't uh, reject that, but uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that 100 percent though. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it, it's it, it's okay. You know, I'm just uh, you know, 
But, you know, I, I was serious, though, about the, uh, if you want yourself to have a personal ring announcer, I was kind of giving an audition before you came on there when I introduced you. That's what that was. Uh, so uh, we have, uh, we got eight minutes here with uh, the Ballistic One. So uh, real quick here, I'm going to have you do that liner for us so we can get that out of the way, and then I'll ask you a few more, then uh, we'll let you go back to your training. All right. All right, I'll count you down for five, then we'll go ahead and do that. Ready? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is the BBM Ballistic Brent Myers, and I hope you're listening to Attitude Air Live. Podcast, it's known to be one of the best. you got the granny on there. You've got a, a few others that are doing some great, amazing things on here, and I encourage you to listen. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, that's the first time that uh, a guest hasn't used my name. Uh, I kind of like that. Uh, it's going to be harder for me to edit out everybody else's name because you didn't use it, but uh, we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, when we have uh, Granny's birthday edition, we're going to use that. That'll be awesome. That's so, awesome, too. Uh, too. With it. Yeah. You know what, so sometimes, if, uh, sometimes... If if you don't say the name, it actually gets more listeners because they, hey, who was that? Why was that? It raises questions, and now you got people tuning in. I didn't quite hear that. I, can you tell me who that was again? So sometimes it's reverse psychology. That's awesome. I never thought of that. I like that. So what I'll do for the new year, when I uh, when I uh, send out uh, the liners to our guests, I'll say uh, I'll introduce as Granny Hulkster the big swing, and that guy, you know, I think we'll go with that. So, but if our fans wanted to uh, check you out and follow you and see what you're doing, uh, do you have a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? <laughs> hey, a GoFundMe might work too. I got a, uh, I, I, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, I have Twitter. I'm not big on Twitter. I need to start putting that to use again. Um, Facebook and Instagram are pretty active. Uh, you can find me under Ballistic Brent Myers, a.k.a. Brent Brooks. You, you'll see me on there. Always uh, posting a, a number of uh, videos, f- photos from various events across the country and all kinds of fun things. Uh, yes, uh, the Ballistic ones, I guess, here. we got five minutes here left. So uh, when is uh, your uh, when you're out there wrestling, do you try and get out once a week? Uh, a couple times a week, once every other week, a couple times a month, uh, a couple times a quarter. Uh, how often do you get out, and when is your next match, uh, and where is it going to be so uh, our fans can come check you out there listening? Um, okay. Well, the, the the next couple of shows I have, one is going to be a SmackDown uh, WWE in Detroit. Not, not too sure on what they have me doing, but I will be there. Um, the next night I have uh, XWR wrestling event in Peoria Heights, Illinois. I am the semi-main event against a guy named uh, Brew Baker. He's uh, out of Chicago-style wrestling, where I used to uh, perform quite a bit a few years back. Um, And then uh, after those two shows, I will be preparing for uh, a mixed martial arts fight, which I won't get into too much right now, and then a big heavyweight championship match in February. Uh, February 7th in Texas, which will be coming here before you know it, and that'll be against the Silverback, 
Nate Slater for the Undisputed Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. And uh, one other thing I want you to do for me, uh, when you get that big WWE contract, uh, and if you have a match against this guy, Kevin Owens, I want you to take him out courtesy of the icon. uh, I'm I'm putting the bounty out right now. When you get that contract, he's the first guy I want you to take out as a WWE. I'll even make it worth your while. I'll send you a, a couple autographed pictures of me that you can sell to all the guys in the locker room and make a couple hundred bucks. Oh, my God. All righty. I, I will put that on yeah, my you, to-do you, list. You can sell the icon photos and they'll be like, wow, when did Mick Foley start doing crack? <laughs> wow. Because I, 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 I do look like Mick Foley. Even you look like a skinny Mick Foley. Like him. Oh, skinny McFoley, yeah. huh? You, you so, don't jump off of uh, garages or anything like that, do you? No, but I do jump off of balconies when uh, the police come to the door and uh, or you're under. No, that's a story for another time. Uh, <laughs> wow, anyway. he's of the criminal element. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, I had fun back when I was a kid. But anyway, uh, so we have a uh, ballistic uh, Brent, uh, Brent Michael uh, Jesus Brent Myers. Myers sorry. Uh, like I said, I'm doing my best uh, Chris Jericho impression. So, uh, now, the SmackDown taping that you mentioned now, is that going to be televised, or is that just going to be a dark match for – or is uh, we going to have a chance no, to – No, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what why it is, but it seems like they don't really use me for dark matches that you know that, that often or anything like that. It's, it's always been something to do with, with TV. Um in a lot of segments, more than more than matches, and I, I mean, I know I've been told in the past you kind of got that movie star uh, face. You, you got a good physique. You know, we could use you for this and that. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's why you know they they keep pushing me to to be in some of these major TV segments. But uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, uh, they'll only tell you so much. So, but uh, I don't really question anything. I, whatever it is they want me to do, I do it and I have fun with it. Make a payday and. And uh, build that resume up, you know. So, uh, but I'm ready to rock whatever they 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 have me doing out there, and uh, you know I'm, I'm and, looking uh, forward for, to it. And for those of you who haven't uh, seen Brett, we got about sixty seconds left here. For those of you who haven't seen him, he looks like a young, chiseled version of John Cena. <laughs> and I, I hope you don't mind that comparison, but to me, you do. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that, but you know. I, I don't like being told that I look like this one or that one for the simple reason. The very first day that I ever worked for WWE, I had a meeting with William Regal, a group meeting, and uh, he was telling us guys that, remember, always have your own niche. We don't need 10 John Cena's, 15 Rocks, 35 Rey Mysterios. Just be you. And I loved hearing that because that's exactly the way I think in the first place. I'm me. You know, uh, granted, you know, I'm, I'm trained by Dan to be seven. I don't I don't grow a black mustache. I don't copy his ring gear. I don't I just I'm just me. I take ingredients from him, yes. Take ingredients from others, yes. But ultimately I create my own my own deal. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, uh Brent, uh Ballistic One, we appreciate you taking time on your schedule. You're awesome and uh hopefully uh we can uh we can get you on again if uh we haven't uh, scared you away too much. 
Yes, and hopefully I I could remember some of them names. And I don't want to take too many chair shots before the show. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Thanks, bud. All yep. right. Ballistic Brent Myers, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the myth, soon to be the newest, biggest name in the WWE, taking out Kevin Owens for the icon, truly. Uh, uh, Big Swing, I do believe our uh, our next guest should be on uh, if you're ready, if they're there. Yeah, we got two uh, two numbers on here. Um, one of them is one of those Skype numbers. It's like, you know, the 111, 111, all the way through. Um, so, okay, well, 347 is our guest. So I know that. So I'm going to see who this one is first. Caller, what's up? Oh, they hung up. All right. Well, I guess it was nobody. All right, Icon, so they are on. I'm going to put them through, and i got to jump back over to the Giants game, but I'm going to put them on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have combatant number two coming to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dark one herself. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Anastasia Morningstar. <laughs> Hello, this is Anastasia Morningstar. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Anastasia, we got Anastasia Morningstar here. We got, uh, well, we got about uh, 30 minutes here with you. So uh, if you want to give us a little uh, background about yourself, then we can chat with you. Sure. I'm actually an old soul. I've been around for quite a while. And it wasn't till Lucifer showed me his ways that I knew where I need to go in life. So I started wrestling. And I started beating up everyone that stepped in my way. And here we are. And uh, I also want to thank you because you're one of the few female wrestling guests that does not have a restraining order on me because you can pretty much take care of yourself. So uh, that that is that is a good thing. So uh, we'll, uh, I'll ask you a few questions, then we'll kind of go around the room, and then uh, we'll circle back to me, and then I'll ask you the tough questions. But uh, So with uh, with your wrestling persona, I'm kind of curious, you know, I made a cool collector's card for you, and I noticed, the first thing I noticed is the mask that you have. Could you tell us uh, how that uh, came about and um, what inspired that? Lucifer inspired that. I love his when he turned, yes, when he turns into his true self. So, And he is an angel. He's a fallen angel. So that's why I'm the angel of darkness. So that's why I have the wings on my gear and the wings on my mask to honor him. Uh, and uh, in a way, that is uh, that is kind of freaky, and I kind of like that. It I, I love the mystery of uh, of you as a as a uh, as a wrestling superstar, uh, and we're going to get to know you uh, here in the next. Uh, uh, the next uh, 28 minutes or so. Uh, so when you're wrestling, would you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, 
an in-betweeny, or are you what the crowd decides that you're going to be? I'm what I want to be. So when Lucifer is not in my brain, I'm just Anastasia. It really depends on who's talking at the time in my head. That is uh, that is just that is just weird and mysterious. Well, I'll tell you that that kind of that kind of leads me to the next thing. Uh, Granny, uh, we could have uh, Lucifer, so we could have uh, a semi heel here, but I don't know where to go with uh, with this. So, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Anastasia Morningstar? Is Granny there? Sorry, okay. sorry, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, Anastasia. Okay. This is Granny. I'm 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 not a wrestler, even though I've been threatened to have been thrown in the ring a few times by some of them, you know. But Granny don't like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack. So if Lucifer would appear, I think Granny could have some fun with that. But my question is, um, what has been one of your most challenging and toughest matches you've ever had in your career? That's a good one. I don't I don't think I've had a very challenging because I've beat up almost everyone. I say. <laughs> uh, however, what about your toughest match? What about your toughest match? Not toughest, but one of my most annoying opponents is Karen Bam Bam at Bronx Wrestling Federation. She's a constant thorn in my side. And I even mm-hmm. put her through a door because we had a hardcore match and she just still keeps bothering me. Oh, wow. So I would say that one. Some tacks, doors, trash cans, crowbars, and she still keeps bothering me, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to put her down eventually. It sounds like you will. So uh, before we go to Big Swing here, uh, you know, you mentioned that you're going to put her down. When uh, Do you have a match already booked, or uh, do you uh, want to do uh, – a uh, a cage match, a no holds barred match. Uh, I'm just going to kick your ass, and uh, you're going to stand there and take it. Match. Uh, you want something on a pole? What kind of match do you want with this individual? Well, we've already had a hardcore match, and I beat her, of course. <laughs> and then we wrestled again, and she got lucky and beat me. So down the line, we are going to meet each other again. And it really doesn't matter what type of match I'm going to beat her. <laughs> well, so uh, uh, you're, you guys are one and one, so this would basically be the the rubber match of the the history. So uh, we got uh, Anastasia Morningstar, uh, the mysterious Anastasia Morningstar, and I do like this. We got 22 minutes here with Anastasia left. Uh, if Big Swing is listening, uh, I know he's covering the game, but uh, uh, Big Swing, if you're there, what do you got for our guest, Anastasia Morningstar, before I hit her with the tough questions? Well, um, you mentioned the the Lucifer um, angle, and, and I kind I could have told you that as soon as I heard Morningstar, I, I kind of figured it was something to do similar with that, but uh, that, that's you know if you know. If you know that area, you'll know that stuff. But um, when when did he come to you and sort of make you decide that this was the path you wanted to go down? And 
do you ever go? Do you ever have both happen in the ring? You have yourself, and then all of a sudden he shows up, and you almost kind of just snap, almost. Well, he came to me as a child. Child, okay. My father was killed, so I didn't have a father figure. And my mother, she was a witch. So he helped me a lot and guided me and showed me people's true ways. So he's done a lot for me. And in the ring, (laughs) there is a constant battle a lot. And sometimes that can maybe be my downfall, but Lucifer always prevails. Um, well, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, your mother was a, a witch and, uh, Lucifer kind of guides you, uh, from, uh, up above. Uh, now do you draw strength from Lucifer as well? Uh, do you get like extra powers from, uh, when Lucifer talks to you? Um, only when I do sacrifice. when I do sacrifices, he gives me more power. So the more people I donate to him, the more power I get. And that's why I'm so strong. Well, you know, um, that leads me to my next question. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, Big Swing and Granny know where I'm going to go with this. But, uh, you know, you mentioned you've been wrestling for a while. And uh, I'm going to put this to you as a two-part question. Let's say that the WWE officials, or one of them is at a show that you're at, and they, they see what you're doing, and they're like, Wow, I think that would make a great addition to, say, like the Wyatt family or whatever. Uh, and they offer you that million-dollar contract. Two-part question. One, is that something that you'd want to do and take? Two, if you do get there, will you not big time or still talk to us and still be my friend? Of course I would take that to work with the Wyatts because there's something similar between us. And with that, I can show the world why Lucifer is someone you should follow. Uh, you, uh, um, you, you could probably take out Sister Abigail, I would guess, right? Of course I can. I have Lucifer behind me at all times. <clears throat> now, I'm kind of curious. As a, as a wrestler... You know, every wrestler has a great finishing maneuver. And I'm curious. I cannot wait for you to tell us what yours is, what's involved, and uh, we'll see if one of us will let you practice them on us. <laughs> well, my move, I catch my opponent in the crossbody back roll and then swing them out and let them land on their face. So kind of think of Baron Corbin's end of days where they land in the But, uh, but you, you do it better, though. Of course. Lucifer helps me with my power. And, you know, and the, the other thing I was going to mention, I want you to get to the WWE. And when you do, uh, I want you to sacrifice Kevin Owens for me. <laughs> I will sacrifice as many people as Lucifer needs me to. Now, what I'm going to ask you, now, I'll understand if you don't want to, you know, ask 
answer these, but I I kind of I kind of feel that uh, a, a few of our uh, our listeners are kind of tweeting me questions. So these are coming from them; they're not coming from me. Okay, so I uh, I, I just wanted to give you that heads up right now. If you don't want to, you know, the listeners will just have to kind of freestyle. But the first question that is asked me. Uh, are you into witchcraft by any means, shape, or form? Yes. In order to sacrifice these feeble humans, I need to practice witchcraft. I've done it many times with a lot of my opponents. And uh, we have uh, James 316, he's asking... Uh, uh, would you consider the Ouija board to be a friend? I don't know where that comes from, but that's the question. The Ouija board is for people that try to connect to spirits. I don't need the Ouija board. I use the blood of the dead and my spells for Lucifer. I don't need a Ouija board. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm definitely liking that answer. Now, when someone is booked to wrestle against you, this another question. This is from uh the Beast Incarnate eight twelve. Uh when someone is booked to wrestle you, as you walk to the ring, do you feel they're intimidated and they just want to get the heck out of there? Or do they really want to have a match with you? A lot of them act like they aren't scared until I'm in their face and they're cowering down. So I would say that they're pretending to be big and bad until I'm in the ring with them. Now, when you uh, when you wrestle and you you have your your matches. How often are you out wrestling? Are you uh, out there a couple times a week, once a week, once a month, a couple times a month? How often do you uh, try and get booked when you're out there wrestling? I cause mayhem almost every weekend. I've been traveling to the uh, Well, do any bookers or promoters try to play off the whole Lucifer thing? Like, so, for example, do you have any opponents that are like – born agains or super religious or like Jesus, yada yada and things like that and it kinda of plays the storyline off like to give you guys kind of some heat or or have bookers not really went that angle. Some of them try to. Yeah. I just I figured that that that'd, that'd be like a go to for a lazy booker, you know, like they can't think of anything else interesting. So I was wondering if and unfortunately a lot of bookers are lazy, so that's why I was wondering if any of them went there. Some of them didn't. Some of them request me to come, and I just paid up whoever they put in front of me, man, woman, anyone else in between. Uh, we have uh, Anastasia Morningstar here. We got 15 minutes here left with uh, Anastasia. So, when is uh, your next event? Uh, where is it going to be at? When is it? Uh, Is there uh, tickets available, and who might you be facing? 
So my next confirmed sacrifice is going to be January 10th in New Jersey at LIT Wrestling. Sorry, LTW Wrestling in Jersey. And I'll be facing Karen Bam Bam and another competitor for their championship, which I'm going to win, obviously. And, uh, you know, you mentioned you're going for the championship. And like I mentioned uh, earlier to our last guest, uh, you know, we are 1,001 uh, and 0. Uh, any guest that's been on our show that goes for a title after they've been on the show has always won it. And we have a perfect record. And uh, I, I know that uh, I wouldn't mess with you or, uh, you know, I don't think anybody else should. So I have no doubt in my mind that you are going to walk away with that title. And uh, when you do get that title, I want you to let me know uh, that you got the title, and we'll get you back on, and uh, maybe we can do a little, uh, I don't know, a little uh, seance or something in honor of your victory. (laughs) Great. That would be perfect. We have uh, Anastasia Morningstar to our guest here. We got, uh, well, we got about uh, 12 minutes left with Anastasia. Uh, you know, I promised that uh, we could, that you could do this, and uh, then I'll ask you a few ego questions. Um, if our fans wanted to, uh, you know, check you out and see what you're doing and uh, follow you and see uh, that you are who you say you are, uh, you have a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, uh, you got a uh, a Ghost Hunter account. What do you got? I have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all Anastasia Morningstar. You can follow all. And if you follow all, you'll see every person I've put down. And other now, what is, I will be. You know, well, you know, you mentioned everybody that you put down. Uh, do you happen to know what uh, your professional in-ring record is? I actually never thought about that. I go every weekend just putting people down. It's kind of a blur. There's been many. I put down Karen Bam Bam. Put down Caveman. I put down Manny Ortiz. It's a lot of them. And, uh, you know, you uh, you obviously take on all comers when you're wrestling, and we can tell that. Now, you, uh, do you have, uh, do you have a, a better record against uh, male opponents, against female opponents, or is it just everybody in your path is gone, done, out of there, down for the count, everyone. not getting up? Everyone in my path. I don't discriminate. And I also have my buddy that's with me at every show. His name's Mr. Crow. I've taken out a couple wrestlers with him. He's very nice. Now, um, I'm going to ask you a couple of ego questions because uh, I, I kind of do this every show. But, uh, you know, I got a, you know, we got a big, uh, you know, end of the year uh, giveaway show that we want to do. And uh, if I were to, uh, send you an address. Uh, Do you think you might be willing to send us a few autographs for some giveaways? I'll send some autographs. 
And maybe awesome. some little spells for you guys. You guys can also worship Lucifer like me. That is uh, that is an interesting. See now, you see this is why you guys. This is why she doesn't have a restraining order against me because I'm afraid to get near. So uh, that's why I stopped <laughs> calling after I, I booked her as a guest. Uh, you know, I uh, um, I I'd sure hate to see uh, what an icon voodoo doll looks like, but uh, I'm sure that she could probably uh, make that happen. Uh, am I right, uh, Anastasia? Don't make her mad, Icon. Yeah, Don't make her mad. Voodoo's a different kind of thing, though. Like, there are several different kinds of magic and and witchcraft and different things. She might not necessarily be the voodoo type, but, I mean, yeah, it it would be interesting to see it, though. Well, uh, like I say, uh, if you guys have noticed, uh, I'm not the... the, uh, the icon self right now. I'm kind of treading lightly uh, with this particular guest for obvious. As well, you should, icon. As well, you should. Well, you know, I uh, there's just there's just certain lines that you don't want to cross. And uh, Anastasia's uh, Money Stars path. Uh, you know, we have uh, uh, seven minutes here left with Anastasia, so it's it's one of those paths I don't think I want to be crossing anytime soon. But Anastasia, let's say hypothetically, and not me because I'm not I, I I wouldn't do it. But let's say someone crosses your path and says something to you that you didn't particularly appreciate. <clears throat> what happens to that individual? They regret their life because I will beat them to an inch left of it. <laughs> So they know never to mess with me again. Um. Well, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm starting to, I'm starting to realize that, uh, which is, which is just, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, everybody should heed caution to. However, uh, you know, I'm sure there is. Uh, there is those that out there that don't heed the warning. So let me ask you this. Say so you warn them and you give them the opportunity to uh you know clear your path and just let you go about your business and they do not heed that warning. What is more severe, crossing your path and upsetting you, or are you warning them and them not heeding their warning? What is worse? Both. It has the same outcome. I beat them to a bloody pulp. <laughs> <clears throat> and then you uh, so big swing, what do you think you want to, you, you, So big swing, what do you think? You want to cross your path or granny, you guys want to cross your path? No. I, do? I don't. No, I don't. I, I, I I'm going to pass on this. I'm I'm pretty intrigued. Well, you know, uh unlike uh you know, I I I think I'd have to uh Take the uh, the Custer role of this. I'll send you guys in first, then I'll uh, try and uh, pick up the pieces. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks a lot, Icon. Uh, he will be picking up pieces. Well, you know, <laughs> there will be no pieces. That is just awesome. So, um, 
you know, you mentioned you got a, you know, you mentioned you got a, you got a match coming up, and um, um, it it is uh, in January, and it is for the title. So, uh, here's what I want to do. I'm going to stay in contact with you. Uh, I sent recently sent you the address, uh, so hopefully uh, you'll be able to send us uh, uh, what you can. And one other quick thing, I'm going to ask you. It's it's another ego thing. I like I say, I don't want to get my ego involved here because I have a feeling that it might end up being to my detriment. But uh, the icon did make you a cool collector's card. I was going to ask you what your opinion was of that. I actually really like that. And I don't like many things in life. I collect this card. It's nice. Well, you know, you mentioned you don't like many things, but I, I'm I'm sure you have, like, uh, a place in your heart somewhere for the icon, I'm assuming. I don't have a heart. Well, uh, there you go, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so we have... Uh, uh, Anastasia Morningstar. We got uh, four minutes here left with Anastasia. Uh, real quick here, uh, is there is there anything else you want our listeners to know uh, before we uh, let you uh, go back to uh, whatever it is you're going to do in uh, your dark world? Just follow me on social media so you can see all the carnage I leave at every show I'm on. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, real quick here, uh, we got about uh, three minutes here left with uh, Anastasia. Uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's pictures. Now, now there are videos out there. Uh, if there's one videoed match out there that you want fans to pay special close attention to, who's it against and where can they find it? Oh, that's a hard one. Because I love all my matches. I would have to say the hardcore sheet fight between me and Karen Bam Bam on my YouTube channel, Anastasia Morningstar. That match. That is awesome. Well, uh, Anastasia Morningstar is our guest here, and uh, we do appreciate uh, you taking. Uh, time out of your schedule uh, for joining us, and I know that uh, the fans that are listening are completely terrified. Uh, I know I am, and uh, I really don't think that uh, you have to worry about me calling you, uh, you know, uh, at one in the morning anymore. Uh, I've got the warning. I've heated that. Uh, You know, I'll only call you when I need something, and it'll be in the afternoon in the daylight, but uh, we do appreciate you uh, joining us. And uh, we want to thank you for scaring the living daylight out of us and uh, also letting anybody know that if they step in the ring with you, it's probably going to be to their demise. You summed it up perfectly. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, Anastasia, you've been awesome. You've been wonderful and scary at the same time. Uh, We do thank you and uh, uh, hope to talk to you real soon. Thanks, Anastasia. There you go, Anastasia Morningstar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the scary one at best. Uh, hey guys, what did you uh, what did you think of that uh, interview? Well, it was definitely he, he different. <laughs> um, you know, I wonder. Uh, 
if the autographs he's going to send, uh, I wonder if they'll be signed in red. What do you guys think? I don't know. Well, signed, uh, in, uh, you know, you signed in something. They might be signed in, like, animal blood or something. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well, they might be signed in blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, guys. We're, you know, we're uh, – uh, <clears> if, uh, he's, if he's got the guts, we're uh, – uh, we don't have any other guests scheduled, uh, but if uh, if uh, the hillbilly calls in, uh, we will uh, you know we'll let him on and we'll let him uh, voice his gripes uh, to us. Uh, but apparently, the way I understand it is uh, this particular individual uh, uh, complained because uh, uh, I guess uh, this individual was on a certain uh, other podcast uh before ours and i wasn't interested uh because he was on the <clears throat> podcast of a certain individual that we don't really care about we're not going to talk about everybody knows uh can read between lines and who i might be talking about but uh before uh before before this uh, uh i just want to let everybody know uh coming up uh next week uh we have some interesting guests coming up we have uh we have uh, elsa hayes uh, we have uh, Lynn Anoya. Uh, you might uh, recognize uh, that last name. Uh, um, and we also are scheduled to have uh, Krista Allen with us uh, from the movie uh, Liar Liar. But uh, the one guest I'm really looking forward to talking to, uh, she is a female bodybuilder. And uh, she has muscles on her muscles, and her name is uh, Tricia uh, Verzian. And uh, we're going to talk to her. And, uh, you know, she can uh, crush you uh, with uh, her hands. She can crush you with her legs. She can crush you with her biceps. She can crush you with everything. She is really built. And and it's going to be very interesting to chat with her. So there you go. Um, and also on the horizon for everybody wondering, um, uh, you know, we've been, uh, we've been thankful to blog talk over the, over the last several years, uh, um, for letting us, uh, do our podcast. But, uh, uh, the plan is in the new year, uh, we will, uh, be, uh, switching, um, services, um, and more of that to come, um. So yeah, don't give him too much on it yet. Don't give him too much on it yet because I'm not 100 percent sure how everything's gonna work yet. But um, I got, we do have a we we do have uh, another caller on the line, and I think based on the area code, I think I can guess who it is. And I mean, we've we've been saying we were gonna give the results all week of of a particular match that took place on the seventh, which was Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, took place this weekend. So if this is the person, I think it is. Uh, we're going to have the the uh, answer here for you. <clears throat> the so, results. So yeah, the results of, of, of one of, honestly, one of the the biggest, uh, you know, storylines that we've had. I mean, we had, the, we had the, the, the spousal thing. Remember the girlfriend came on with her ex and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we had all that stuff. We had, uh, we had a bunch of people who have matches against each other, talking trash back and forth. But this actual storyline... Yeah. Is, is better than anything WWE's putting out right now. So um, 
Let, let's uh, let's get the results if they're out there. So I'm gonna put this person through, and uh, I think I know I think I know who they well, are. Be 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 watching out for the hillbilly too. If they call in, we gotta let them on. Well, this could also he's, this he's could sick. also very well be well. This could also very well be them as well. I mean, it is it is a uh, Los Angeles area code, so it, it, it could be anybody really out there. I'm just saying. I think my assumption is it's one person, but it could be somebody else. So, Caller, you are on. What's up? This is Jim Bob, the hillbilly you've been avoiding, the one you've been discriminating against all this time. Oh, hey, oh, so uh, you... Discriminizing? uh, Yeah, you've been discriminizing against hillbillies. Have we? Uh, That's right, I had to pay uh, my manager... I had to pay my manager $300 to set you guys straight and to get me on. Well, tell us then. Uh, I guess you said your name was Billy Bob. Is that what you uh, – No, what Jim, is? Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Jim Bob, Icon. Straight. Okay, Jim Bob. All right. Uh, so uh, – uh, now, well, I want to tell you, Jim Bob, uh, I want to know what – is your what is what is your gripe with uh, with us here? Because it sounds like you have one, and uh, you know the it's open. Go ahead. What is the uh, what is the uh, what is your gripe exactly? My gripe is I tried, I called, I emailed you people a million times to get on your show. You wouldn't put me on, and I had to pay my manager three hundred dollars. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys the bill. You you owe me. $300. Well, uh, the good news is uh, we will pay that uh, Big Swing. He's the one that's in charge of all the financing for the show. So, uh, Big Swing, when can you send him a check? Uh, when can I send him a check? Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I uh, Probably sometime pretty soon-ish. You're going to have I mean, to speed you know, up, mister. I'll see you in a court, get my lawyer after you. For for $300. Yeah, my lawyer, he's right here with me now, too. Small claims court won't even take a $300 case. <laughs> but all right. I'm not saying I'm, I'm intentionally going to dip you. I'm just saying that's uh, an, an interesting angle to go down, but all right. I, I had so, to pay my manager to get you to convince you to finally get me on the show. Stu, you talked so, to him last week, Stu. Yeah, so let me ask you this, uh, James Robert. Uh, have you ever been accused of lying through your tooth? What the hell that's supposed to mean? Well, you know, you you know you you know you mentioned your I know, we got a six two six. We got a six two six on, which is also Los Angeles. Um, so who, who who is this? Is this his manager or is this Otto? This is Otto, brah. Uh, well, Otto, Otto Bar Clutch. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Otto. Let me put you on hold. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. finish up with the hillbilly. Give me. Uh, I'll tell you what. Give me about. Uh, uh, just stay on hold, and then we'll go to you after I uh, after I school the hillbilly, even though he's never had any schooling. Hey, no problem. You go right ahead. School that hillbilly. And Icon, by the way, depending on how the match turned out, 
with, 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 with Otto. He might be able to pay him uh, the fees that he claims he wants. That's uh, why I'm well, calling Big Swing the Oh, hold on, I cut him off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I cut him off. Sorry about that. Uh, you, you can get back to it in a minute here. <laughs> that was my bad. I had the wrong. That's why I have interns for this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jim Bob, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, you emailed me. Uh, you know, guys, Granny, and uh, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna. I'll tell you what. We're gonna make this. Uh, we're gonna satisfy the hillbilly. You know, because. He is barefoot drinking moonshine probably right now, uh, and I'm sure he's he's past his bedtime. He, he hasn't howled at the moon yet. But uh, okay, look, we're gonna uh, make this. Uh, we're, we're gonna give him. We're gonna give him 25 minutes. Okay, we're gonna make this an actual interview just to appease this guy, and then uh, he can go away and never come back again. Okay, uh, but just be prepared. Uh, I'm a little uh, ticked off at you because, yeah, look, you guys, he's been sending me emails since we started, uh, since I got on the show, and uh, I don't know how he got my email address or how he got my Facebook or what have you, but every time I have my way. Uh, well, yeah, so when you, when you try to connect to the Internet, uh, do you use a uh, wire hanger and uh, – uh, and uh, you I go to the it? general. I go to the general store. Okay, and when you walk in there, uh, and you smell so bad, they throw you out before you can log in. Uh, you know, you you're funny. You saying uh, I, I I I'm a wheelchair boxer. That's why I I need. It's important I be on your show and you listen and, and do what I say because I can put a hurting on somebody real fast. That, that's what I okay, heard. I, I heard he's uh, he's got he's got the fastest hands in the handicapped community. So your wheelchair I'm a bad so man. Did it, so did it hurt you when uh, uh, Mike Tyson gave you a little bite? Ha. Huh. He he's a uh, old fogey. He's retired. Uh, you know, and let me ask you I'm this. not uh, I'm not afraid of anybody. How's that? Well, let me ask you this: what, when you when you put uh, when you put uh, air in your wheelchair wheels, do you fall asleep because it is tire air? Ha! <laughs> yeah, that that's funny. You 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 bunch of comedians over there, ain't you? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we don't all sleep with the goats. I wrangle goats, but I don't sleep with them. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going we're gonna to give you an interview because, you, you know, you you sound like a, a, a sweet, uh, not-so-sweet-smelling guy, but you sound like a sweet guy. So uh, we'll kind of go around the room. We'll make this a real interview just to appease you, and then don't ever call again. Granny, what do you have for our guest here, uh, Jimmy Bob? Well, I've just been kind of sitting here listening to this conversation, and I'm not really – I'm trying to think of a really good question I could ask this person because, you know, he sounds like he's got a little bit of an attitude. And, you know, well, I, Granny I, 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 don't I, I, like I, I, the – you know, Granny don't like the heels. And I tell you, I think I could 
smack talk this guy a little bit, you know. Well, if first I just... of all, first of all, it's 2019. You're not allowed to smack talk those people. I mean, the handicaps, you know, you're not really allowed to. I know, I know, I know. and I mean, I wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that because I have a lot of friends that are handicapped, so I would not do that to this yeah. person. So, you know, but it sounds like you're he's got a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, I know, not originally, though. Hey, Big Swing. Big Swing, I'm not originally, I'm not originally, I'm not originally from Arkansas, so I'm not really from Arkansas. So. You and your, you and your fast cars. Uh, so no, I don't have a fast car. Thank you very yeah. much. So you you're in health clubs, you city slickers. No, no, I'm not no city yeah. slicker. Thank you very much, sir. You're, you're I'm not a city lawns and all that crap. No, I, I, I live in Arkansas right now, but I'm not originally. I'm originally from Kansas, and I lived in a little farming community. For many years before I moved to Arkansas, so I am not a big city slicker. Thank you very much, sir. Well, hey, well I, uh, Granny, I was going to say though that you mentioned the you know the accent and you were listening to all this and uh, I mean you're from Arkansas now. Well, not from you. You live in Arkansas now. Um, doesn't he sound like most of the people that live in Arkansas? I've heard a few people in Arkansas that sound like him. Yeah, the, the, yeah the, I've heard a few people that sound city. like him in Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. So, you know, this is Arkansas. Arkansas, so big swing. You know, you're from, yeah. you're from New York. Uh, what, what, you're from what the you big city our, swing. Our, <laughs> what do you yeah, got what, for our guests? You, you're that big city slicker. What do you got? Well, well, okay. Um... How, how many uh how many how many of your um family members have you have you slept with? Answer the question, Granny. <laughs> oh, no. oh I like this guy. No, no I like no. this guy, yo. That was he's asking you that he's asking quick. you that question. he's asking you that question, sir. Yo. That, that I, was, I, I don't I sleep with my down. I don't sleep with my family members, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Yo, I, I gotta give him, uh, Granny. I gotta give him one of these. He's from California. Touchdown Raiders! I, yeah, I gotta give him Chief one of those. Yeah, my Chiefs beat those lousy Raiders too, two weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, boom. That was, I mean, I tell you, I for a handicapped hillbilly redneck, that was a quick reply. No, but honestly, from, a, from a city person, from a city person standpoint, um, uh, up here in the Big Apple in, in, in New York. Uh, which is which is where the show is headquartered out of. Just because they live in the boonies, both Granny and and Icon, doesn't mean that uh, that I do. But um, where, when you when you wrestle, you, you I, I'm confused as to like what you are. So you said you're a handicapped boxer, okay? You're a wheelchair boxer, but your promoter last week was telling us that you're a wrestler. I mean, what what do you do exactly? And, um, you know, do you find it difficult with your affliction to have a career? Or, or do you find yourself, um, you know, do you find opponents, like, taking pity on you? I, I mean, how, how's, your, how's your career been? I have a record of a two and one doing real wheelchair boxing. But wrestling, that's, that's, that's kid stuff. I'm much better than that. That's why I do boxing because of my, my toughness. I, I'm known oh, okay. for my toughness. 
my toughness and my intellect. So uh, let me ask you this: when you uh, when you uh, married your sister, uh, was it <laughs> tough for your dad to decide? Was it tough for your dad to decide who to give away? Stop picking on Granny. <laughs> Yo, I, I got to do it again. Yo, he he, this dude is quick, my my man. I mean, I'll tell you for for a quote unquote handicap, he is he is quick. He is quick. He, hey, my, he, he my lawyer. Touchdown, Raiders. He, he, he gets another my one. Lawyer's that, that, like my lawyer is even faster. My lawyer used. To, my lawyer used to play for the Raiders. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Willie. Okay. My lawyer, Willie Robinson. Give me the phone. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to talk right about now. the Raiders? I want, I want to, I want to hear myself talk now. This is Jim Bob Boyer right. right here. All right. I love the Raiders. I love the Raiders. Well, you know, Granny Holster, who's one of our um, co-hosts, is uh, actually a, a diehard and probably the most biggest diehard uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan I've ever I've ever met. That's right. Well, I, I, don't, I like no Chiefs. The, the only thing that not the Raiders is me. And Jim Bob, Jim Bob a bad man, Jemma. That's why he he on your show. He's a badass boxer. How many teeth does he have left? He he got a, he can box. That's the only thing that matters. Well, no, I'm so, just saying. Like, does he get so, does he get hit a lot? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I've never seen wheelchair boxing. I don't even know what the hell it is. So I, I'd be anxious to look it up. I mean, I, I might YouTube it later. There you go. Look up Jim Bob and wheelchair boxing. That's my. I represent Jim Bob when he got a legal problem with somebody, and, and then I, I sue somebody for constipatory damages or whatever I want to do. Yo yo. So let me ask you this: uh, You're you're a lawyer, so are you one of those ambulance chasers? I go wherever, wherever the dollar at. I follow the dollar. That's what I do. I'm all about the Benjamins, yo. He's a dollar chaser. I got you. So okay, so so being a being a being an attorney, uh, you you obviously went to law school. Uh, did you uh, actually go to law school to be a criminal? I went to, I went to a University of Compton to get my degree. Now. Uh, you know, actually, uh, I, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, how many uh, different uh, classmates did you uh, cheat off of? Uh, you know, and uh, you know, you sound like, you know, you, you'd be like more at home, like, uh, like as a janitor or uh, a race car. I, I don't. Uh, I don't do that no more. I don't do that no more. That was a long time ago. I, I was a bathroom attendant too. I don't do that no more. You were a bathroom attendant? So what what did you Yeah, but uh, I don't do that no more. Were... I'm a lawyer now. Okay. So did you did you flush your original career down the toilet? Uh, yeah, flush it down. I'm now I'm a lawyer. I I, I sue motherfuckers for constipatory damages. And uh okay, so what kind of damages are, are you uh uh are you uh are are you uh looking to get for Jim Bob for us not having him on the show, uh do you uh, 
you know, uh, are you looking for like a... Tip I want $300. That's what he's trying to collect, $300, because y'all supposed to have him on the show. He had to pay his manager $300. Then he's going to have to pay me $200. So make it $500. $500? Yeah. You know, uh, now, do you want that in small, unmarked bills? Or uh, do you prefer to have yeah, it all yeah, in cash? Money? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like cash. I like cash money. Send cash. How about a check? Now, I'll, I'll make a deal. If y'all can send cash, we'll make it $400. Okay. Well, uh, big swing. Uh, uh, and, well, I'll tell you what, Granny. We got we got an attorney. You know, you're you're from Arkansas, so you know a little bit about uh, all right, law and order. Uh Granny, help us out here. Well, I'll do my best. What do you want me to answer? (laughs) Why don't we do this? Why don't we put the money on the line, Icon? If he's a wheelchair boxer, let's set this up this way, okay? Let's do it it double or nothing. And when I say that, I say that I'm going to put this out there now because we have a pretty wide range of – of, of people who listen and wide range of, of independent stars in all avenues who have been on our show. And we have a lot of loyal people as well who love us and will do a lot of things for us. If Mr. Bob here is the real deal, as his lawyer says, as his manager said last week, and as Bob claims himself as being the real deal, let's do this, Icon. Let's have a volunteer, and you can write us. You can call in next week or call in now if you're listening um, and volunteer to box Jim Bob, okay? And if he beats you, we got to pay him. If you beat him, we don't owe him anything. Do we agree to that? Who you are? Let me get Jim Bob on. Hello. Hello. I will fight someone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the for the fees that we owe you. So if somebody that we pick, and we're not gonna, you know, find somebody that's you know seven feet tall and four hundred pounds to fight you. We're, we're gonna find, you know, whoever volunteers. We're gonna sift through the volunteers and and, and we're gonna pick one. Um, and uh, you fight them and you can box them, whatever. And if you win, we gotta pay you the money. If they win, we don't owe you anything. I'll find anyone, anywhere, anytime, any place, anywhere. Do you happen you to know, know a guy, uh, Jim Bob? Do you happen to know a guy named Otto von Clutch by any chance? Don't know him. Don't Please. know him. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? A big swing. Since you mentioned it, uh, maybe Otto von Clutch can step up the channel. Why don't we bring him on? Why don't we have him talk to Jim Bob real quick, and then uh, maybe we'll go with the results. Uh, we're we're, we're going to continue with this for about nine more minutes, and then uh, we'll we'll continue what's going on. But bring Audubon Clutch in, and then uh, we'll see if he's up to the challenge to uh, take out uh, uh, Jim Bobbery. Okay, yeah, because we do. On. Yeah, because we do. We do need to get to the results of the match you had with his father this week too. So. Um, but 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 I will I will bring him on and uh, go from there. So Otto, you are on with us now. He claims he doesn't know you, Otto. You you told us last week you know who he is. Oh, let me tell you what, big swing icon, <laughs> granny hoaxer. I believe he's a few screws loose, brah. He knows who I am. He knows Otto von Clutch. 
You, you, I slap a banana peel in your ugly face. You slap a banana peel in my ugly face? You do not waste fruit like that, you asshole. You are disrespectful to Granny Holkster. You're disrespectful to the big swing. You just I shut do what I want. Up. I say what I want. You, you ain't nothing there, mister. You are a guy standing behind a voice box. Let's be real here. That's not your real voice. You're a bird brain. That's what you is. There ain't you. I have a feeling I know who this is, Big Swing, and I don't even want to say it because it makes me sick. I don't even want to put him over like that. But this Go man. Ahead, vomit. Hey, this man saying he's from Los Angeles, he's from Studio City. Who the I'm hell talks to- like that over here? Come on, I'm in Topanga, Topanga Canyon, you lunkhead. Oh, Topanga Canyon, you are, you rich prick. Well, 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 well here's the thing. Here's the thing. Otto, yeah, you... his, his, his area code, okay, his, his, um, his area code is very broad. See, your area code, when I, when I type in, like, let me see, Otto, you got that. Uh, you got, I'm not going to say it out loud. Baby. Oh, okay, you, you said it. I was saying I wasn't going to say it over the air. But it's yours, okay. when it comes on. Yours says San Gabriel Valley, right? When oh, I click, when no. I type it in, right? I know. I'm saying that that that's what it says. It's a general area of everything. Um, his just says Los Angeles, so technically oh. it could be anywhere in the Los Angeles metro. So and we know that. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my All right. goodness! All right. Where did we get this guy this from, Big head. Swing Granny Hoaxer? Where did we get him from? This is Otto Von Klitsch, and I want to know where do we get him from. His manager called in saying that we were being disrespectful because we weren't bringing him on our show. And so I made the challenge for him to call in if he wanted to accept that challenge. My goodness. Yeah, get him caught up to speed. He's acting stupid, this guy. Oh, my goodness. I know your manager. Your manager is my best friend. Let's be honest with it. I'm sorry. I said his screws are a little loose. We have never met. This is the first time that I'm stepping on the line with a legend of the cowboy community, it sounds like. My manager knows everyone who's anybody. He can, he yep. can, he can make people. Uh, you you trying to make it in, in, in Hollywood, he'll turn you into nobody with a one phone call. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Big swing. Can I can I can I just drop a little line real quick? Yeah, of course. We had the DNA match, and can I just give you a little brief run of what happened during that DNA match? I uh, will we'll g- g- give a little spoiler preview, and then we'll have a whole twenty plus minutes uh, with you to end off the show. Oh, I'm not even giving spoiler alerts. I just want to sit here and listen to this jackass cowboy. Then I guess for a few more moments. Do you have any other questions, Icon, for Mr. Bob before we uh, get into what we actually had planned to do tonight? Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Jim Bob. Here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, and uh, I bet you have like like one fan out there, and uh, you know you uh, you probably uh, you know you probably love hanging with uh, the pigs and the chickens and the. You know, you, you, you love your you love your KFC and uh you know, you the Colonel Sanders is probably your uncle and everything. We'd love to talk to you about that. Uh and uh we know that you love to sit on Ronald McDonald's lap. But 
<laughs> but let me ask you this, Jim Bob. Would you be willing? Uh, um, you could you could find me on uh, Messenger. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I would love to talk to you more, and uh, we'll we'll get your manager on too. Uh, would you be willing to come on with us again? Of course. I you, you got some making up to do for all the times I I emailed you and you never responded. <clears throat> Well, you know, your your emails, uh, you know, became, uh, you know, a uh, great uh, 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 ways that I was able to plug the holes in my screen door. But uh, I'll tell <laughs> you, you know what, what? I was, by the way. Like, you ever seen the show Mr. Pickles on Adult Swim? He sounds like the sheriff on Mr. Pickles. Well, look him up. <laughs> by the way, anyone who Pickles. has a problem with me, they can email me at wheelchairboxing at yahoo.com. Wheelchair and, uh, Yahoo. All right. I'm, I'm going to email. How, how often do, do you check your email at the general store? Once or twice. No, yeah, once or twice a month. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Jim, Bob, uh, we are going ha- to have you on again, and uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I want to thank you for your time. And I will be in contact with you because apparently you just found me on uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, and we will definitely have you on again. And, uh, you know, if you have anything that uh, you want to sell or anything like some livestock or some farmland I, I or just, your, your, tra- your tractors with the flat tires, you can, we'll, we'll talk I just about want, that all. I want people to know that I'm a bad man. He's the uh, baddest man. It, his his, no, his he's he's the that, baddest man. He's almost as bad as his grammar is. All right, John, uh, Jim Bob, we uh, we would love to have you on again. Coordinate everything with the icon. He's basically our booking agent. Um, get everything set up with him, and uh, and and we'll have you back on. We'll actually have a structured interview with you instead of just a shit talk session. So we'll do all that, and uh, and we'll go from there. Um, but icon, yeah. So you 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 make that happen, and. Uh, uh, you know, the, the may, may the force be with you. Um, so we do now have Otto Von Clutch with us, who has some big news. Uh, we want to know who won the match. We want to know the DNA test results, and we want to know if uh, if Mr. Von Clutch is uh, fifty thousand dollars richer. Whoa, baby, that's right. This is Otto Von Clutch, and you are listening to the Attitude Era live with your host, the icon, the big swinging granny hoaxer. Guys, I have some amazing news for you. I might have not won the match. My father, that SOB, grabbed my wetsuit, and he pulled it. He gave me a wedge, and he cheated to win. But guess what? Right after that happened, guess who comes out down to the aisle, down to the ring? It's my mother. My mother showed up, and she got into the ring, and she told Tombstone Jesus that, hey, guess what? You're an SOB, and she slapped the shit out of his face. And then his Uh wife... His wife now, my stepmom, comes into the ring, and oh my gosh, my mom and his wife, his current wife, start rolling all around the ring. They're fighting. There's blood flying everywhere, and guess what happens? My father standing over my mother, his current wife, and what do I do? I get my size 13 and a half foot shoe. I don't even wear shoes. My foot, and I kicked the side of his face. 
His eyeballs went crossed. He dropped to the ground, and I pulled out the hair clippers, and I cut one big piece of lock. That's right, 10 inches of hair, baby, cut. And what did I do today? I cruised on back down the 15. I got to SoCal, and I went to the laboratory, brah, and I have dropped off the hair of what I know is my father. That is the situation. Or did you get the results back yet or not? I have not got the results, but basically, Big Swing, it does not matter at this point because we have another matchup next month, and it's going to be my mother and myself versus his wife and my father. And, you know, I guarantee you we are going to have the results on the show as soon as you guys want. It's going to be soon. It's going to be very soon. It takes a few weeks, maybe a week or two, for these results to come in. But we all know the facts. I am the son of Tombstone Jesus. Now, was this the first time that your mother had seen Tombstone Jesus since he left? Oh, hell no. My mother, she's a rock and roller, man. She's been watching him on stage for years, trying to get us. You know, there's a lot to this story, man. She's been trying to find him for a long time, bro. And, you know, I knew that I could find him. I knew I could find him through the ring, man. But guess what? Let's just – I got another little thing for you. Guess who was backstage, Big Swing? Guess who was backstage? What? Vince Russo. Oh, wow. Okay. Vince Russo, he was very interested in the fact that my father is Tombstone Jesus. He was very interested in the fact that we're having a DNA match. So guess what? Vince Russo flies on over to Devotion Championship Wrestling. So I tell you what, it was a very, very interesting night, which is going to be on YouTube in about a week, and it's going to be a great, great thing. I love you guys. Well, you know, I'm kind of curious. You know, uh, now, uh, are you able to uh, are you able to get me in contact with Vince Russo? You know what? It sounds like I could possibly do that for you. I definitely, definitely, possibly can. I can't tell you if he'll say yes or he'll say no, but I can get you in the direction of the win of good old well, Vinny Mac. Seeing as Vince Russo, um, seeing as where Vince Russo was responsible for. Um, the era that we named our show after and responsible for arguably the most influential influential uh, era in wrestling history, uh, that would be pretty cool. I mean, uh, having Vince Russo on, for me personally, would be the next coolest thing besides having either Edge or JR, uh, honestly. Um, so, so yeah, I, I would I would love that if possible. I mean, I understand, I understand if he says no, um, but uh, but that that would be really cool because there's so many questions I want to ask him uh, about arguably the best period ever in the history of wrestling. It was the best period of wrestling. Wrestling has never evolved since then. Let's be real with ourselves. But things are changing, bro. The the independent scene is on fire right now, bro. And there are storylines all across the board. And I tell you what, Tombstone Jesus is the father of Otto Von Clutch. I know it. Well, remember, uh, you know, we still got that deal that... uh, 
Oh, no. now the money, the $50,000 icon. I know you're interested in the greenbacks as I am myself. And I rest to assure that I will be $50,000 richer. I basically already am $50,000 richer because I know he's my dad. Why would my mom ever lie to me? Let's be honest. And uh, I know it's going to happen, brother, and I owe you $1,000. I said it on the air. I owe you $1,000 because I promised you when I win this match, which I did not, but I still got the DNA because how the hell else am I going to find this guy? I can't chase him down. He doesn't go to Subway. He's a scrawny SOB, and he's my father, and I'm going to prove to everyone once again on the Attitude Era Live that Otto Von Clutch is the hottest thing that is happening in professional wrestling. I promise you that. But on bigger notes and better things, what are you guys doing tonight? How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better, Big Swing, knowing that I got 50 grand. I got the hair. I still have some of the hair. So, you know, it was a smelly thing. It smelled kind of like tobacco, and I've never seen the guy smoke a cigarette in the day of my life. You can't trust a man like that. He must be at a casino a lot, because where else are you going to get the smell of smoke on the clothes, on the hair, a casino? <sighs> well, you, you could smoke, like, in his car and stuff. Come on now, Big Swing. He ain't smoking in his car. The guy freaking took the gray hair up to the show, I think. I don't know. He's an SOB. That's all I know. And this guy that's calling in from freaking, you know, Los Angeles area, this guy's a joke. He's totally biting off the clutch, I can tell you right now. But it's okay, because I kind of like it. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is kind of cool. I'm with it. It is, it is. But imagine this. Can I just – I want to give a proposal on the air. That's right, folks. You're listening to it here first on the Attitude Era Live. I'm shooting a proposal. Maybe in the next week or two, let's get Tombstone Jesus, let's get my mother, let's get Tombstone's wife on the air, and let's dish this out. This is family feud drama happening right here very soon. What do you think, boys and women? The beautiful granny uh, holster? Yeah, that sounds pretty well, cool. I'm just I, sitting I here listening. This is Granny, awesome. we love you, Granny. There, there needs to be more well, Granny. Well, I love you all, life. too. Oh, thank you. Well, you got to remember, though, uh, we could we could probably, you know, we could probably, uh, you know, sneak in for, like, a, you know, a little segment. That's uh, what I'm know. thinking. That's what I'm thinking, Icon. But, well, yeah, Icon, we I can also like do, it. think about it, though, Icon, we can also do a a custom show on a different day, too. I love that. You know, like, because cause I know that we're booked out. We're booked out all the way to what, July or something like that on the Monday shows. I know. I think we're booked into next no. year, I believe. Um, but so if we don't have a time on this, we can make a special show just strictly dedicated to this. Well, why don't we do that? I think that's a, a brilliant idea. And you know what? You know, I I'm, I don't want to say it on the air. We'll talk. If we could talk, I'll get a contact with you guys here shortly after we get off the air, and we'll discuss some other things very shortly. But you guys are listening to the Attitude Live, and this is the hottest podcast that is happening in professional wrestling. They cover all things wrestling, and this is the place to be listening to on a Monday night. I appreciate you guys. I don't want to hijack the airwaves. 
anymore. But my name is Otto Von Klutsch, and I will be on very soon. I will talk to you guys in about 20 minutes when you're off the air or whenever you are, and I'll let you know some information that you want to know. And that's about it. That's all I have to say tonight because I'm a little pissed off. I had to drive a long way, but I do know that I have the money. I do know that I dropped the DNA off, and I do know that he is my father. And we're going to have a celebration, baby. All right. Otto Von Clutch and uh, Icon, you get in touch with him, and you uh, you figure out what we're doing. If we're doing a Monday, if we're doing a special show, you know, whatever it is that we need to do. Uh, we can get it done. So excited to see that, Otto. It's always fun to hear from you. And, I love uh, listening to the show. Yeah, and, and hopefully it'll be uh, be again very soon. Yeah, bro. Good job, yeah, bro. Did, did did to, what's that? Did you want me to put you on hold or did you want me to cut it off? Let's put me on hold, brother, and then I'll talk to you guys afterwards, please. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Sure. So, so yeah, so that was cool. Um, not quite sure what to make of uh, of that guy, though. What guy? The, the Jim Bob. The hillbilly guy. Oh. Jim Bob. I think oh, okay. still a better character than Kevin Owens, right? Right, Icon? Uh, yeah. Um, they're probably related. You know, they, they do <laughs> have their relatives, one of them. Um, so my question, I guess, Icon, for you uh, would be watching – Watching um, AEW recently and the new the new uh, releases in WWF or WWE. I, I've been watching the network all week, so that's why I'm used to saying WWF. WWE with uh, the Ascension leaving, with uh, with with Luke Rowan leaving, with a lot of these guys um, um, getting cut loose. Do you think that the AEW, uh, I guess drawing parallel to the WWE will happen a lot quicker than I think anybody anticipated? Or in your experience in wrestling, do you still think it looks very amateur to you still to be able to compare? Well, well, here's the deal. Look, look, Remember what happened back in the day, though? When one guy was released from one organization, he'd show up in the other, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably what's going to happen here, you know? Hmm. Possible, but well, you know, you know what's funny was like I grew up. I was actually just having this discussion with somebody the other day. Um, you know, when I was a kid growing up, everybody was like, "Oh my God, Austin and Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker and The Nation and all these guys." But I, as I told you, my aunt knows Hulk Hogan personally, and uh, you know, be, and since I was a young kid and met Hulk Hogan from you know from a young age, you know, I, I grew up a WCW kid, honestly. And I didn't even really know what Raw was until – I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't consistently watch Raw until it was bought out. I remember watching the final WCW show when, when you know, Shane and Vince had the whole buyout angle or whatever, and I said, damn, I guess now i got to start watching the other one. But I didn't watch it consistently. So what I would do now that I have the network, I've been going back and watching a lot of, you know, a lot of the – like I said, going from, from 96 – all the way through, you know, until it started to get sucky around 2010. Uh, but, but I was a WCW kid, man, and, um, you know, I had an idea. I was having a discussion with somebody, and I was thinking AEW, 
this is why AEW might have a shot here. You remember the Monday Night Wars, okay? Kids like me, I would have yep. watched both. Well, I would have watched both shows, okay? But the and problem I is, I had to choose. I, I, I had, yeah, I know, but I had to choose one or the other. I had to tape one, watch the other one. Nine times out of ten, I didn't get around to the taping. I just heard about what happened on Raw from my friend. If WCW, because Raw had been around longer, WWE, you know, WWF had been around longer. If WCW um, had been on a different night, had it been on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it may be, they may very well have have kept that ratings lead and kept that you know that momentum going because they had an eighty what eighty four weeks or something like that. They had all the big superstars: the Don Hogan, Nash, Hall, Sting, Goldberg, Lex Luthor, Diamond Dallas Page. You know, uh, X Pac wouldn't have left and came back over. You know, there wouldn't have been that DX formation. Um, they had all these, all these guys, Psycho Sid, and um, and, and all the big wrestling, the Macho Man. Okay, so I think they would have surpassed, honestly, had they not been so stubborn and chose to go head to head Monday night. Then when Raw made SmackDown, oh, about this. well, then when Raw made this. SmackDown, or not when Raw, when WWF made SmackDown, they went out and made Thunder. They compete on the same night again. So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, people don't now have a choice. People don't have to say, oh, do I want to watch Raw or do I want to watch AEW Dynamite? No, they're on different nights. They can watch both, and then they can they, they can compare the two without having to change the station. So I, that's why I think well, AEW well, got the advantage. This, think about this, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if uh, the Monday Night Wars wouldn't happen and WCW wanted to close the stores, you probably wouldn't be an edgehead. Well, true. I mean, very, very true. I, and 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 that's that's a valid point. Um, but I, I definitely think that uh, you know, um, I, I I definitely think that that WCW would have, and I would have been I would have been an edgehead because I would have when I got older had the capability of watching both shows and. And I didn't really like Edge until '05 anyway, so chances are I, I probably would have been. Um, but but yeah, man. I I mean I just uh, I think WCW's demise um, came because they were so stubborn and had to be on Monday Night with Raw and didn't didn't overcome and adapt to the ever growing ratings of you know that Stone Cold and the Undertaker brought. Well, well, no. Here here's the history with that, right? It was. It was Eric Bischoff that, you know, went up to Ted Turner's office, and it was Ted Turner who asked Eric Bischoff, what do we need to do to compete with WWE? And he said, give me prime time. That's how it started. Now, here's the thing, though. With that being said, you know, Monday Night Nitro was launched on a day when WWF was preempted for a stupid dog show. And uh, I love the dog show now. I didn't back then because it took away my wrestling. But it started out after Hulk Hogan turned heel. That's when that's when the momentum stood. And then for 83 straight weeks, WCW beat WWE. Now, what snapped that winning streak was the the potential match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. And, of course, that match didn't happen because that's when Dude Love was born. 
But that is what got people to turn back to WWE. No, I, I know that. And, and But what I'm saying is, is that had, you know, had that not been the case, okay, because even Tony Schiavone said on the air, oh, they're going to give the belt to mankind. Like, oh, you're not missing much there. And a lot of people actually did tune in and, and wanted to see mankind win the belt. But the the difference is, is that if they didn't have that comparison, if fans weren't forced to make uh, to make the choice WWF or WCW, and they could watch and enjoy both uh, on separate nights, and you had wrestling on four nights a week instead of two, because you had let's say Raw was Monday, SmackDown was Thursday, you know Nitro was Tuesday, and and Thunder was Wednesday or Friday, okay, whatever it may be, then you you you'd have your whole week, you'd have your wrestling, you'd have all your marks. You would probably still have your diehard WWF and your diehard WCW, but you'd be able to watch and enjoy everything. And I think the fact that you know um, that they did go head to head and they each were trying to you know outdo each other so much, uh, it, it turned into it turned into a, a battle of of one has to win, and, and that really didn't need to be that way because you know another thing I was noticing um, Icon was. Uh, W, you know, most of '97, Raw had that old school looking entrance with the Raw where it said Raw and there was no pyro, there was no screen. They just walked out from behind the letters. It was kind of corny. WCW since the onset had the cool Titan Tron and the big silver letters and the, the stainless steel stage, and it just they just looked more modern, more progressive '90s. And then obviously in '97, WWF tried to catch them and. You know, set up the whole new setting and all that, all that happy horse shit. But the fact is, is that I think AEW, and that's what leads me back into AEW here, is AEW is on two separate nights. If you want to watch WWE, okay, you're not given the choice. You're not saying, oh well, man, AEW is on tonight too. I I don't know which one I want to do. Okay, I I mean, you can watch both, and you can enjoy both, and you can compare both. And I think comparing. In this business, comparing is healthy because you it was so tough for you to compare back then uh, with the VHS tapes and the grainy footage and the did you tape it all? Did you miss something? You know, did this happen? Did that happen? You get to watch one, watch the other one, and and not have to to, to worry about all that. So I think that's important. But I think AEW at this point has a shot to be the new WCW. I know a lot of people are calling it the new TNA or the new Impact, which for a while was holding their own. Um, but I think that they're going to be a little bit bigger than TNA or, or Impact. I think that, that if, if JR and, and those guys keep running this the way that they're supposed to run it, uh, this could eventually be another WCW, and I think it could eventually have another shift because, I mean, they're already very, very close. They might even be ahead of WWE in ratings, to be honest with you. So they, I'm, this, I'm sure they are. Yeah, this this could be another shift of, of, of the wrestling paradigm, per se. So, I mean, who, who knows? I was just thinking about that earlier. Like, AEW, WCW, it's interesting, interesting to me of, of you know, all this talent, all, all this young talent. Because, you see, they've also – and I don't mean to sound long-winded here – but they've also reversed the roles. Back then, WCW had all the old talent. 
They had all the 40-plus-year-old guys. They had the Kevin Nash, the, the Scott Hall, the Hulk Hogan, you know, Ric Flair, Sting. You know, they, had, they, had, they had the old guys, Lex Luthor, okay, the old guys. And WWE was young and progressive, and, and you know, and, and, and they had all the up-and-comers. Now, WWF's got all the old guys no one cares about. They've still got John Cena headlining pay-per-views, okay? They, they, they've got all the old guys that nobody cares about anymore. And the new progressive, what WWE was in the late 90s, is now becoming what AEW is. So I, I'm just thinking, man, Vince McMahon, the, the, the power empire that Vince McMahon has, it's unfortunate. I've, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. always will be a fan. But, man, it, his days might be numbered. A, AEW might finally be the David to the wrestling Goliath, honestly. If that makes any sense. I found you here. You here? Oh, Granny's here. Yeah, I'm here. Where's Did where's, we lose where's the icon? Uh, did we lose him? Uh, we did. Yep. Now he's back on. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, did did yeah, you catch any of that, Ryan? You know, the thing is, I'm hoping that AEW does make a push because when WCW did what they did, WWE got better. Right now, the you know the storylines for the WWE are tired. They don't do anything. Very tired. I mean, this whole deal with Lana and Rusev, uh, it sucks. I mean, to put it mildly, yeah. it sucks. Uh even though there is rumor that uh, one of the people in that storyline is doing more sucking than the other. But uh, <laughs> you can read that yeah. as you want. But yeah. here, here, here's, here's my whole point. Here's what I don't get. If the WWE and WCW brand split uh, and WCW would not have went on, uh, you know, back when I was in the high school, uh, junior uh, high school, uh, Back in the 1970s, I got you. Now, and I, I would get totally pissed off if I missed wrestling, if I missed WCW or WWF. And to be honest with you, anything I had on Monday nights, I never scheduled anything on Monday nights ever because Monday night was wrestling night. Okay? Now, to be technically, Monday night is still wrestling night because we have a wrestling show. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to digress here a little bit, and I am going to toot our own horn because this needs to be said. You know, there are tons of wrestling podcasts out there. There are. You can you can find them anywhere. However, what makes us unique is there's some wrestling shows that have maybe one guest or no guest at all, and they do like we used to do. They copied our format. Coming Dude, on, what makes us unique is our first ever broadcast with an interview with Buff Bagwell. Our, our, you know, we've had Diamond Dallas Page, we've had Bob Backlund, we've had uh, the hell's the guy's name, Ken Shamrock, Dan the Beast Severin. I, you know, I mean, we've had, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we've had Gilbert, which is which was which was awesome. Um, the one of the Legion of Doom members, Animal. We've had, um, we, we've had, Jameson. you know, uh, all the what? We had Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santino Morella. 
Uh, we've, we've had all these guys, plus all the independent stars that we talk to um, on a weekly and, basis. Hey, so, and, well, what about what about all the movie stars that we've had? Yeah, movie. We've had a lot. We've had a lot of porn stars. Well, uh, yeah, I know, but we've had movie stars too. Like, remember we had Scott Schwartz from The Christmas Story. He was on with us. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, we've uh, we had Natalie Byrne on several times. You know, and uh, you know this 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 thing keeps growing, and uh, you know, like I said, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, the goal is we are going to be stepping up our game. We okay, let let's back up. Okay, let's give a little history lesson. We got five minutes. I'll make it quick. A little, uh, little bit less than We five. started out, well, you guys started out uh, without me, obviously. Uh, if it would have been for yeah. Bob Put It and Holly Madness, I never would have met our founder, Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. Okay? And I started calling in, and you guys said, well, we're sick of you calling every week. Let's just make you part of the show. And then we started there. I started getting. We yes. were going to make you like a character because you used to come on and give us the. Um, used to come on and give us, like, all the wrestling trivia and all that stuff. So we used to just make you, like, a character and be like, hey, it's the Icon Hour on, you know, Off the Ropes, which is what it was called then. Um, and then we were like, damn it, this guy knows his stuff. He's passionate about it, you know, and and, and we went from there. Same thing with Granny. Granny was, was calling in uh, relatively consistently. Uh, she always had, uh, you know, a, a question, a valuable question. And, and eventually we were like, hey, do you want to you wanna join up on this? And, um you know, she also knew us through Night Train and B Train and stuff like that, too. So, um, and, and also, he who, he who shall not be named up in Winnipeg. But, uh, but yeah, so we, we just we connect and, and we do things and we have a respectful podcast. We, we, we ask questions. We're respectful of, of, of the art and the talent. Uh, we love wrestling. We, we hate what they're doing to it right now, but we love wrestling. And uh, we. You know, I have my, I mean, listen, I have three radio degrees. Icon has his iconness to him, I guess. I have, I have a three. And, and, have and a Granny is Granny. Oh, I'll be there. Okay, so Icon's got one, and then, and, and then, so Icon's got one as well. And then Granny's, you know, Granny's Granny, basically. Well, I, so, I, do, I, do have an, I do have an associate in art degree in early childhood education. That I've never been able to use, but because I love kids, so oh, yeah. and I'm serious about I'm serious about the college education, you know. <laughs> well, so. uh, we're 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 your kids every week. We're your kids. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You're 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 part of my dysfunctional family. I <laughs> yeah. But but here's yeah, my point. I, I, one, one, one second. Here's make my it point. quick we've though. We've been stepping up our game. I know we've been stepping up our game every every year. 2020, oh, yeah. Every we're going to be stepping it way up. And you guys know what I'm talking about. We're going to be stepping it way up. You're going to yep. be hear, able to hear us on more formats than you are now. All over the nation. We're going to be all over. Yeah. Yeah, uh, on, so, on other – because I know we stream on the FM station up here in New York, um, but we're going to be on FM stations all around the nation, uh, and we'll explain how that happens, uh, it, you know, in the next couple of weeks here, once we get all the details hashed out and all that stuff. So uh, about a minute 30 left um, for those of you who are watching or listening to Monday Night Football on the sister station. 
Uh, we thank you for switching over. Uh, Eagles. Way to go, Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Go to state Yeah, graduate. Carson. Uh, that, that's the former Bison and, uh, and, and Icon's guy got the win, which kind of fucks my Cowboys a little bit. But, hey, well, we won't go there right now. Uh, you're listening to All the Ropes. That was the whole point. <laughs> you, you catch what yeah. I did there? You catch what I did yeah, there? I got yeah, you know, yeah. You listen to the Attitude Era live. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, I just totally that was that was that was a mistake, but I tried to play it off like I did it on purpose. Anyway, we will see you guys next week, Attitude Era live. Dead man.